Today we have amazing Brianka sitting next to us, Electrocratic Vegan. Thanks for joining. Thank you for having me, Leslie, and I love you. I love your podcast. I love listening to it. Thank you. Well, that means a lot. Like, constantly. So today is, I always say this, today is a super awesome episode. We're always talking about new things. We're always talking about interesting things, different things, things that can help us grow.
H A K K So we just said a lot, and I'm so happy that you were able to share that because I have a hard time sometimes talking about my uh, the ge gender and God and like Christianity missing that other component. I just feel shy about it sometimes, and I'm happy that you just was like, hi. share it on YouTube because I really like it. I, I have, you know what, I'm going to pull it up right now. Someone said yes, mother, father, child. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. The reason why we're talking about Kundalini, and I was just about to ask, like, let's connect back. Yeah. Kundalini and where did we get to femininity? Why did we get to the mother? And why did we get to Christianity? So, because I know they're all, I mean, yeah. obviously.
blacked out, spacey, uh, mental illnesses, people call other people crazy, and like there's a whole bunch of things that if you don't do it correctly, you could just be knocked off your center. So it's important to ground it. It's important to start at the root and work your way up. Um, Not that you brought up the psychedelics too, because so I can explain it. I'd love to share my perspective on you know because that it's the same one that who you just said um, this ego death and th this death of who you thought you were, what you created your reality to be, and uh, a lot of us have heard you know of bad trips and you know ones that brought up scary feelings and ones that we don't want to go back to, and a lot of the times it's because we're abruptly opening up this door um, for this room full of, no of ancient knowledge and healing and wisdom. And sometimes it's a lot for us to handle. It uh, might show, you know, your own mirror. And it, it, once again, this vast like room full of knowledge of things, but also of yourself. And, you know, it could, it could be a lot for some people. And that's why it's you know, important to ground before you take a trip on and this is just a caution and a guide from the heart. This is not to instill fear on anybody because fear is another stressor. A stressor is like a boulder sitting on your Kundalini energy. It's going to make it harder for you to rise. Things like anxiety, stress. You need to reduce stress in order to help your Kundalini rise. Um, early relaxing different ways you can do that. And that's why breathing is definitely one. Reducing stress. Um, to help your Kundalini and your rise. Fear And last episode, we talked about sitting in silence with yourself. How can we do this work when all the when all this noise is going on? I can't do the work if there's TV on. I can't do the work if I'm always at my day job. I can't do the work if there's you know sometimes even music on. Like th this work that must be done in order to rise this Kundalini energy. Uh, we're talking about here. You have to sit in silence sometimes. So that's how it is. Yeah. Were you? Uh, do you have another? I thought. Were you, do you have another way that you um, rise uh, Kundalini energy? You were gonna say you say breathing. I do breathing exercises. I look into Kundalini Yoga because there's a different. There's they um, people that are into Kundalini Yoga do a breathing exercise where they breathe in one nostril and then breathe out the other nostril. Yes, I forgot so, what that's called. Yeah, I forgot what that's called too, but. literally like it, it, it's, a, it's like you know physiologically like actually beneficial it's like it's not you know so so there's actual glands and fluid in our bodies that relate to the kundalini energy if we're talking a lot about the spiritual you can't touch or observe side but there's also like things going on in your spine and in your brain that are connected with kundalini Um, 
places you want to go on. I don't. I like to like, okay. be my best to be. You know what I'm saying if you go, yeah. you go in the cell. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. But if not, I yeah, I got put a lot of places. So go ahead, ask your question first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go. For sure. I'm like organizing down. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Okay. So I was gonna jump into um, Kundalini energy not being in mass media, and you know us not learning about Kundalini energy and not being shown Kundalini energy. Um, then going back to Sex for like I think a year or something. And like he that. was probably the sharpest brother out here. 
you probably had so many spiritual awakenings, you probably really sharp and like had this ego death and all that. I don't know who you're talking about, but I can just touch you. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, and um, this is what you're going to talk about, so I'm going to go into Hamp a little bit about uh, the, these, these principles of into like this mysterious place in our minds, you know, like uh, holding back on something and even sexual energy in and of itself. And like, we tend to forget that like this darkness, this, this place of, of shadow work is necessary in order to awaken our Kundalini energy and, you know, uh, free, uh, get to a, a stage of enlightenment within ourselves. In general, let's say we're not talking about kundalini energy for me. Like, we have to go into these dark places and these dark shadows in order to get to this place of, of peace and wisdom. And I feel like we can't awaken our kundalini if we don't talk about this chaotic, mysterious, dark, gloomy place within our internally and externally. Yeah, because those things block your chakras. And if they're blocking your chakras, there's no space for your kundalini to come through. It's blocked. So open and active chakras are, are directly connected and correlated to the rise of the kundalini from the base of the spine up the 33 vertebrae to the top of the earth. Mind you, Christ was how old when he died? 34. On the cross, 33 years old, 33 vertebrae. At the top, when he was crucified, at the top of the brain, there's something called colostrum. Plastrum, which is also called Christos oil or Christ oil. That is cerebral, uh, that's the, cer the, the fluid in your brain that houses that your brain is full of melanin and also directly relates to and interacts with the inorganic pituitary gland chiritis traveling throughout your body. So when that fluid travels down the spine, and then, you, and then it goes through these 10 processes. Bear with me, because I'm, I'm learning this now myself. And there's a lot of sources that we can look into. Um, but basically, the gist of it, how I currently understand it, is if you, if you look at how the fluid travels down the spine and then comes back up the spine, just like how the energy travels down and it comes just back up the chakras, mm -hmm. Once you reach the top, then you reach the third eye and the crown chakra, which is directly connected to divine realms, other realms that aren't physical. Mm -hmm. And that is when you start to experience enlightenment. And that's when you start to experience Christ consciousness or universal consciousness. You start to feel one with all. You start to feel bliss. You start to understand things from a macro perspective and not just your own solitary individual micro perspective. That's beautiful. Yeah. Some people literally feel fluids up their spine. My, my friend Violetta, she was on the podcast before, mm -hmm. she talked to, um, when, she, when she told me about it, she said that she had felt, you know, fluids up her spine and things, and other people have said they, they felt shockwaves wow. or they felt like sweaty. And there's also other kind of 
I won't say, but people consider them negative. Yeah, people consider them negative side effects when you like get anxiety, you get sweaty, you get nervous, and like other sort of things that make you feel like um, basically make you feel like you're money, kind of. So, like, yeah. That, 
darkness, my chaotic, uh, my chaotic ways wow. of being, my wild woman. <laughs> I, I bought that book for you. Yes. That wild woman, like I've been so you know stomped on by these masculine principles, and and like you said, like we can't hold that anger forever, mm-hmm. no matter who it's against, and that's hard as fuck. They hurt me. always because my femininity got so stopped by masculine energy or by masculine principles I started to also shun my own feminine principles my own feminine sensuality shut down and then I overcompensated and was like ah no feminine principles over masculine I sh- no. I'm you know rebalancing